Fantasy Football Show. I am Tim here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, it's good. Good. We just had our draft. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's you August 27th. <laughs> oh, I'm very excited. Uh, it's uh, August 27th as we sit here recording this. We just wrapped up our Tyler Perry League draft. It's a 12-team PPR Superflex keeper league and uh, and it's a goddamn blast what is this year 17 for this league something i think you said something like that something like that yeah yeah so yeah it's a long running league a lot of league history a couple of new members this year who yeah seem to have pretty good drafts at least Not they know bad. what they're doing yeah 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 uh, so yeah, I think we'll recap it a bit here today and, uh, maybe analyze a few teams and, and that's it. And we'll get out of here. Yeah. So probably like a three hour episode. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, all right. Biggest takeaways from you from the draft, uh, any, any surprises? I felt like when I was mocking and this, I think has to do with what, we talked about earlier i felt like running back was thinner than I, I imagined um i guess when i was mocking i felt like there was a lot more options at running back later in the draft mm-hmm. i was finding there was a couple of rounds where i saw guys go right before i was able to pick them um two of which were you with dj moore and jk dobbins um, yes. But I, I was kind of, I was kind of surprised uh, how the quality of players that were left, like last round. Mm-hmm. I was because yeah. no, I knew, I knew it was I'm a not. deep draft, but like I was shocked that I was able to get Nico Collins in my second or third to last pick. Yeah, I think Nico Collins is is fun. I'm excited about him. I mean, uh, yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, I just feel like he's their best wide receiver and he's going to be their number one and they're going to throw the ball a lot because they're going to be down a lot. And to um, be clear here, you got him in the 13th round, the yeah. 10th pick of the 13th round in a 12 team PPR. Yeah, I got a wide receiver one on their team in the, yeah. in the that late in the draft. Um, yeah. I just, I was just kind of su- surprised and because he wasn't even like the top wide receiver when I picked him, there was probably like five or six wide receivers ahead of him in terms yeah. of ranking. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like analysts project him, you know, they're, they're happy with him in like the 10th round. Um, yeah. So just another point to how kind of deep this draft was, that was a kind of uh, my few takeaways too. I couldn't believe how far Mike Evans uh, went yeah. and fell. Yeah, Mike well, Evans, I, I think James Connor. That happens every year. You get that one like semi stars to star that falls really late in drafts because all of the like don't draft lists have them on there, so everyone listens <laughs> yeah. to it. You know, and I th- I yeah. think Mike Evans was a product of that. I mean, 
I saw on a lot of lists of him being like, oh, he's going too high. Don't draft him. Um, you know, I obviously listened because a lot of them said, you know, Godwin's the guy to have there. And I got him. Yeah, I think so. Because it's Baker Mayfield we're talking about. A fade of Mike Evans is really a fade of Baker Mayfield. Which isn't, um, I think, out of the you know, question to fade Baker Mayfield. Like I'm not too hyped about, he could lose the job. And you're coming from Tom Brady. So there's like no chance you're going to be like Evans is going to have a better fantasy season than he had last year. Right. You would think he's going to have a much worse fantasy season. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, and yeah, I'm looking at Evans's game log too. He scored 50 points in week 17. (laughs) That's amazing. He had a 50 point game. He had a 30 point game and then he didn't crest 20 any other time. Yeah. Um, He's, he's definitely a boomer bust guy. And I think he was more consistent with Brady. Yeah. And I think in a PPR league, you you want the guys that are the possession guys, the guys are going to get, you know, close to double digit targets almost every game and like a Godwin or, you know, a guy that's a little bit more safe, I would say. Yeah. I think it might depend on the quarterback a little bit. And again, this one kind of comes back to Baker um, as one of the reasons I think he fell. Yeah. Um, Another player that fell really far was Michael Thomas. And, uh, Oh, let me, sorry. Let me just read when Evans went for the record. He went, Ninth pick in the ninth round. That's crazy. You have got to be kidding That's me. That's crazy. That's good. Great value. Yeah, I know. I I wanted. I didn't want to take him, but I almost did once. Uh, same thing with Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas fell to the eighth pick of the eleventh round. And I think that just goes. He hasn't played in however many years. Like, yeah. there's no way he plays. I would say there's no way he even plays 15 games this year. I don't know. He's the all all reports have him as healthy. That's what they um, that, were the beginning of last year. <laughs> I guess so. You know that uh, Saints offense has looked pretty good in the preseason. That number one offense. I mean, uh, so I don't know. Carr is definitely they got a really upgrade. easy schedule. Yeah, they have a really easy schedule, easy division, and they definitely upgraded at quarterback. I think. Yeah, um, you know, I think so, have, definitely. You know? Like, yeah. I think I don't think Carr's anything flashy, but I think you know he gets the ball to those type of guys, you know, pretty often. Yeah, I mean they're still going to throw the ball because they don't. I mean they have Jamal Williams. They have you know obviously Kamara will come back after what three games. Yep. And you know they have some solid backups like underneath uh, Williams, Kendra Miller. Yeah, they're going to throw the ball a lot, and they're in a dome. Mm-hmm. So they, they're, they, and you know, I think that goes to say something, you know, teams that play in domes for the wide receivers, at least they're going to be able to move the ball downfield. Both teams will. Yeah. So there's going to be scoring. And I think those are, that's something to factor in when you're drafting those type of players. Then how did know? he go so late? I think people are just afraid of the injury. Yeah. You know, they didn't want to waste a pick on a guy they feel might not be around for more than a couple weeks. Yeah. I mean, I think also part of this has to do with it being a super flex league. So naturally, a lot of these players are pushed down. Um, sure, because, because the quarterbacks being taken. Yeah. yeah, like all the quarterbacks up to Desmond Ritter and Mac Jones were taken before Michael Thomas, you know, yeah. in this league. Yeah. So that's part of it. He went around Rashad Penny, Kadarius Tony, Samaj P. Ryan. But still, yeah. still with all that, it's still low. 
It is. It, it's, it was surprisingly low. Yeah, I almost took him with my very last um, pick, which is was in the 11th round, really. Yeah, but you uh, didn't. See, but you I see, didn't. You, you yeah. said you almost took these guys, but you didn't. And I know. Isn't, isn't you know? that weird? I also, like, I felt like I definitely... So I got Kenny Gainwell at pick one in the 11th round, which was my last bench spot because um, I had... Solid, solid pick. Yeah, I have um I had a plethora of draft picks, so I was all my picks were were pushed up. So that was my last bench spot. Um but I feel I felt like I was gonna get him, you know, I would have gotten him in the fourteenth round. You know what I mean? Like I wish I almost wish um I had more picks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt I really wanted Zay Flowers or Jackson Smith in Jigba after I had gone with Sky Moore. I went with him first pick in the ninth round and then I didn't have another pick until the last pick of the tenth round. So it was a long ways to wait. Obviously Sky Moore is probably in the best situation out of those guys. Yeah. Maybe. He's supposedly playing in in two wide receiver sets on the uh that's, KC offense. That's valuable. That's yeah. valuable there. But I don't know. Between those three guys, I think Sky Moore might have been my last of the three. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he's a second-year guy. He came on at the end of last season a little bit and in the playoffs, sure. scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Sure. Yeah, I think he's going to be more than a slot guy. I think, actually, he's not their slot guy. I think he's, like I said, I think he's like their flanker or something. So Okay. I don't know. I'm expecting uh, six, seven targets a game. And then you went and got Bateman, though. I because did. Because you didn't get Zay Flowers. Yeah. So you got a taste of that offense. I like Bateman. Mm-hmm. Um, another guy... That was banged up last year. And, you know, when he did play, was pretty solid. Yeah. I just don't know what to make of what they're going to do over there. The only person that I feel, obviously, you know, Lamar Jackson, but, you know, the only person I feel like I can really depend on in that offense is Mark Andrews. Right. I think you're right. And Lamar, obviously. Um, And Lamar, obviously. But I think, you know, and I think Dobbins is definitely the the go-to back there, but... I think they'll still use a bit of a committee like they always do. And, you know, Dobbins has yet to be able to stay healthy. Another guy. Yeah. Um, he he had a, a bad injury, not last season, but the season before. And it took him a while to come back from it. Uh, so I think he's he's ready. He seems uh, 100%. It seems like he hasn't played or really participated much in camp uh, due to a contract dispute, which is sure. weird because he doesn't really have much of a leg to stand on with that. Uh, I guess no pun intended, but uh, there was clear, clearly a pun there. But I think he's really talented. Um, so I don't know whether he's going to get a deal or not. I don't think he's holding out. Um, I just think he probably doesn't want to participate in training camp. Uh, with that said, I'm probably not starting him week one, but I I do think that's why he was a discount, you know, obviously. Um, and we and I got him, what is this in the uh, seventh round? Yeah, I got him at the ninth pick in the seventh round. So pretty good value there. Um, if we yeah. had seen him in the preseason, I think he would have been a fifth, sixth rounder for sure. Could have been, yeah. I think there's there is that fear of the injury with him, obviously, but if he stays healthy, sky's the limit. I yeah. mean, because they're going to run. They just are. They are. That's just who they are. Um, but I think they will throw a little bit more this year. They invested in, in receivers. And I feel like if all three of those guys can somehow stay healthy, uh, receiving wise, I think Lamar Jackson's going to throw quite a bit. 
I do too. I I yeah. am very much uh, looking forward to watching this offense. I'm definitely like. Yeah, I'm definitely targeting him in a lot of uh, my redraft leagues. Mm -hmm. I feel like he falls in terms of quarterbacks to a point where I feel like, okay, I feel good taking him here because I feel like he has the potential to be elite. Yeah, I think I definitely um, think so. Yeah, yeah I think he's, he's he's the quarterback out of that group that falls to a point where I'm like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. he makes what, sense. Like usually, that, like I fifth think round? He, fourth or fifth round, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, where I'm like, okay. Um, you know, I didn't have to spend a top three pick on a quarterback, which I usually like to not do. Mm -hmm. um, but he could be up there with the top three for sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm excited about that offense. I heard that Gus Edwards doesn't really fit the style of Todd Monken's scheme. Gus Bus. Gus Bus, yeah. So I think Justice Hill might have himself a roster spot, and uh, we might sure. see a little bit of Justice Hill. He's looked really good in at yeah. moments in the, yeah. mostly in the preseason, but he's had sometimes uh, some moments during games. Sure. I like this team a lot. Um, yes, I mean I am definitely Ravens heavy. I went. I have yeah. Lamar, I have Dobbins, and I have Bateman, and that was intentional. I wanted Flowers, um, but yeah, I think this team is going to be very, very good this year. I I I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I think those games against Pittsburgh are going to be really high scoring. I hope so. Uh, yeah. Leading us to Kenny Pickett, your sixth round pick in the Superflex League, the third pick of the sixth round, right before Jared Goff, Jordan Love, Russell Wilson, those quarterbacks were also picked in that same round. Yeah. And uh, so he was really the first of the group, which I think is kind of a – at least for the sake of our draft, because it starts in the fifth round, Anthony Richardson, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, and Geno Smith. I felt like that was a quarterback tier. Yeah. And, and then I think, I agree. yeah, yeah. And so picking Pickett was uh, the lead draft pick of the next tier, I guess. And yep. frankly, he could elevate himself uh, because he sure. looked great in the preseason. He looked great. Uh, the weapons they have put around him are great. Um, if they can get that running game going a little bit better, I think they, that that could be a really good offense, actually. Um, I mean, and I think and Pickett runs well with the ball, too. That's another aspect of his game that I think gets a little overlooked. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that he can get yards on the ground. And that's really important, especially in our league where we, you know, roster two quarterbacks. Um, yeah. I don't know. The only other quarterback at that tier that runs the ball a little bit is Russell Wilson. And I just don't trust him. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I just couldn't trust him. I mean, not to say I have a hundred percent faith in Pickett, uh, but I just think there's a lot more upside there. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, I was, I, I, I didn't really want to take him there. Uh, like I said, like if they, DJ Moore would have fell there, I think I would have taken DJ Moore there. Mm -hmm. um, but there was enough picks in between my next one where I felt like Kenny Pickett's the guy I want. I should just take him here because I'd be really bummed if I didn't get him. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I was definitely targeting him um, as a third quarterback on my roster. I was surprised when I looked at his value to see him um, rank so high, to be honest. Um, I really? like him a lot. Yeah. I think he's just, he might be, hyped a little bit by by his preseason performances and it might be rightly so by the way um but and it, and it seems like it is if i were to See, bet on it for me for me that didn't play a role into it 
as much as just the weapons he has. I think they've, and they improved their offensive line. I think um, I like Pickens. I, I think uh, um, yeah, like the tight that. end combo, that, the tight end combo they have now mm-hmm. um, with Firemuth and the guy they just drafted out of Georgia. Darnell Washington. Washington. Yeah, I think, I think there's, and they have John, you know, uh, Deontay Johnson, who I think is still a really solid wide receiver. Yeah, um, definitely. I, and then obviously they have Najee Harris at running back who, you know, maybe he loses some uh, um, work to uh, what, what's the guy they had is right underneath him. Oh, Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren. I've yeah. been hearing good things about Jalen Warren, but I just think there's enough firepower in that offense and Pickett looked good. Looked okay. Um, last year. Yeah. He, uh, did. he looked good at points you know there are some flashes and i think another year in the system improved weapons and i think pickens looks like a beast he does i think he's, um, he's definitely poised for a breakout yeah so i think it was more the weapons around him that put me in and now don't get me wrong i like the weapons that russell wilson has i obviously like the you know peyton as a coach but i just felt like kenny pickett had the most upside there and I just didn't want to get to a point where I got to my next pick and then him and Goff and, you know, uh, and Russell Wilson were gone, which I think was the case. Yeah, I think you're I right. think after I took Pickett, mm-hmm. those other two guys went. Yeah. Because those are the other two guys I was looking at there. I was looking at Goff, too. But, yeah, yeah. I just I just couldn't I couldn't risk that. Uh, so that's why I took Pickett there. And I really wanted Pickett. That's who I kind of wanted because I knew those other guys would be gone. Yeah, which well, they I, were. I, All the, yeah, I like know. it. It's a it was it was a harder swing, but I liked it. Um, I think he's a good player. Um, what was Derek Carr? Where is he in that in that? Uh, oh, he's the next tier down. The next tier for you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it just because he doesn't provide much with the legs. Uh, it's a new team, so you never know how it's yep. going to work out. He just, I mean, he his there's just the ceiling's not very high. The flow, the floor is very high though. You kind of yeah. know what you're gonna get, but I, I, you know, with my second quarterback, I wanted somebody who is young and has some upside. Uh, so yeah, I went. That's why I went with Pickett, and kind of okay. the same reason I took. Kind of the same reason I took Howell. It was what's around him. You know, mm-hmm. I like I like uh, Scary Terry. I like um, Johan Dotson. I like Dotson. I like the offensive coordinator. Um, you know, the guy from BNB. Kansas City. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I just thought that's a good combo. Yeah. So when I when I took Pickett, that was the guy I was eyeing. I knew I could wait a little while on him. Hmm. Um and then the next two picks, you know, fell with Kyle Pitts and Chris Godwin. I liked both those guys. Mm-hmm. I think that was good value. I was kind of surprised Pitts fell that far. I was shocked that he was there. I thought somebody, but I mean Last year was pretty rough. We still don't know what Ritter has to offer. And Ritter does like throwing to Drake London a lot. So it isn't like there's no one else there to th- you know throw to. And they're going to run the ball a lot. For me, I um I drafted Bijan uh, in the fifth round. So I sort of took Pitts and Drake London off my draft board a little bit. Or at okay. least lowered them. I like both players a lot. And I was sure. considering Pitts um, maybe a few weeks ago. Uh, until Waller, I guess, started showing up in the preseason and, and looking really good. And mm-hmm. same thing for the Giants' first team. Um, but uh, 
yeah, Pitts, I, I like, I just didn't want to rely on two um, Falcons in my starting lineup. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. I get it. I mean, that offense could be really good. Um, they have a really good improved offensive line. Yeah. A lot of weapons. I just, yeah, I just don't know what Ritter is. And I'm kind of afraid that he's not good. It's definitely possible that he's not good. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I just, and he fell pretty far in our draft. He wasn't somebody that was overdrafted. Um, I felt like where he went was either probably where he should have went or maybe even a little bit lower. Yeah. He I was kind of surprised. I was kind of surprised how long. He, yeah. 11th round right before Mac Jones and right after Jimmy Garoppolo and CJ Stroud. <laughs> and then your boy, Sam Howell. Yeah. I mean, I was I was stoked about Howell because that's the guy in that tier that I really liked. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important in Superflex leagues or two quarterback leagues to have as many starting quarterbacks as you really can. Um, sure. I think you have to have three. You have to have three. Yeah, four is good. But if you think if you do the math, um, not everyone will have three. So it, it puts a premium on uh, starting quarterbacks. Yeah. on a 12-team <laughs> Superflex League because, yeah, it should be... They, there's not 36 starting quarterbacks, you know what I mean? So so several teams don't have three. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... it's uh, It was something where I knew I needed to get that third quarterback, but it's, it's tough. It's tough because if one of those guys gets hurt or one of the guys underperforms, it's really a hole in your roster. Yes. And it's it's hard to make up. He's like, I don't think there's one starting quarterback that's available right now. There is uh, Colt McCoy or potentially Clayton Toon, whoever's starting for Arizona. But that's oh uh, yeah, so yeah, not really, not really. That was that was the first thing I looked at actually in our league was what quarterbacks are available, just out of curiosity. What starters? I mean, in terms in terms of guys that aren't starters right now that I like, yeah, I would say Sam Darnold. Yeah, right is a guy I like. I think Will Levis. You think he could play this year? Yeah, I think, I think, I don't, I mean, Tannehill has shown that he's not the guy, obviously, and he has had some major struggles. Has he? So I think. I feel like he's all right over there. I'm, I'm a little surprised to see them go for Hopkins and to try to go for it or stay in it this year. You know, it seemed like they were kind of done. But you don't, you don't think they're done with, with uh, Tannehill over there? I just feel like he seems, he seems kind of on the out. If this was the end of last season, I would say you're right. Um, but sure. since he's still there and they loaded up a little bit, I'm uh, I am a little surprised to see that. I actually there was a world where I was picturing Tannehill as the Falcons quarterback. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I kind of I would have guessed that was going to happen at the end of if this um, was the end of last season. I like if you have an IR spot. I like Hennon yeah. Hooker. Yeah. Um. But I think he's, he's a guy. He's probably I mean, not going to play. Uh, probably not intended to play first season as the Lions' uh, starting quarterback. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think he will. But like I said, if you have an IR spot, he's a guy you could throw on your IR. If he gets healthy at the end of the year and Goff's not looking good, uh, that's a good offense. You know, they have a lot of weapons, and you know, everyone seems to really like him and his tools and his yeah. I think Stetson. I think Stetson Bennett is another guy that could end up starting at some point. I just don't trust the health of Stafford. Mm-hmm. He's thirty-five. Yeah, I can see that. They're 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 kind of in rebuild mode, so I could see them, you know, 
trying to tank and Stetson Bennett starting the last, you know, month of the season. I could see that. I could also see Aiden O'Connell of the Raiders start sure. games. Sure. Um, if Absolutely. Jimmy goes down, he seemed pretty he looks good, good actually. He looks good in the preseason. I think. Yeah. And then another guy I really like too is Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah. He looked pretty good too. He looked really good. And I, and they, you know, they paid they, Deshaun Watson so much money though. There's no way they, they did. Could, they they did. Start. But like, but you know, there's no saying that Deshaun Watson will be the same. I mean, he looked, he showed flashes of it last year a little bit, but there's nothing to say that he's going to be the same guy. Yeah. I'm not a big Watson fan this season, obviously not in general. Um, but no, I think I, I am a little lower than normal than most people. Um, sure. I think he could, don't get me wrong. They have enough weapons and they have a really good offensive line to where he could be elite for yeah. sure. But he's definitely the probably the biggest boom or bust type of quarterback. Like if I were to get him in redraft leagues, I would want another quarterback in that tier. Mm-hmm. You know, if I could, I wouldn't want necessarily go into the season with him being my only starting quarterback. Yeah. Uh, in redraft leagues, um, he scares me a little bit. But yeah, I just think there is guys that if you want to stash them, you have an extra roster spot in those two quarterback leagues. Those are guys that could eventually be starters at some point and hold some value. Yeah. Yeah, definitely in dynasty leagues. I picked up Hooker in a dynasty league, the same league I picked up Howell in um, earlier this, uh, just a a week or or so ago. Um, Hopefully I can stash him and and hold on to him. Uh, It might be tough. He's close probably to the end of the roster, to be honest. I don't know if I can slap him on my IR. Um, But speaking of slapping guys on your IR, um, I think Kyler Murray was a good quarterback to draft in a super flex league. And this was definitely something I was looking to do was to draft him a little later than, than ho you know, than most people were a little yeah. later. I was hoping to get him as my fourth quarterback. He did go in the ninth round, pick 10 in the ninth round. So, I mean, I really had opportunity to get him there and I just didn't do it. I probably should have tried to do it because you could just put him on your IR and then go to the waiver wire. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I think he got drafted a little higher than I expected. Yeah. And I felt like I would want, I wanted my three quarterbacks first before I went to get him. And that just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. He got drafted like, he was still rated pretty high. Yeah, he was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, who knows? He might not play at all this year. Yeah. They're in serious tank mode, but there is the chance that he does get traded to a team. Right. That was some of my speculation about, again, about Atlanta, because they were actually sniffing around trading for him um, during the draft process. Uh, so it was reported, you know, not not in huge news, but that was reported that they were uh, interested. So if okay. Arizona were to start like one in five, which seems which, likely. Or zero and six. <laughs> yeah. And Ritter shits the bed. Um over here, like, or, you know, around after, uh, or around Halloween, like, I think sure. there's a decent chance the Falcons would make a move for Murray and be able to start him down the stretch, uh, of sure. a, of a div- potential division race that they could win. I mean, any, any team that has a quarterback that goes down in that time frame where they could get Murray in there and have him starting pretty quickly, I think, you know, Obviously, at least one or two quarterbacks will go down this year, at least for yeah. some period of time. So, mm-hmm. 
you know, if it's a team that has a chance to make a run in the playoffs and their quarterback goes down, I mean, Murray could come in and fill in pretty, pretty well if the team's good enough. Although, I mean, I don't, I think he's a really good fantasy quarterback. I'm still not sold on him as a NFL quarterback completely. I think that's fair, but Uh, we're, we're only talking about fantasy. uh... Sure. But I mean, in terms of like him being somebody who's really sought after teams might, you know, be like, Oh, the asking price is too high for a guy. We don't value all that much. We just need a backup. Right. Uh, You know, and then there's always like the backups that always kind of float around and end up playing for teams when somebody goes down. So, I mean, Geno Smith was one of those for a while. I know. I'm happy to get him. I got him in the fifth round. He's my second quarterback, and I got Derek Carr as my third. So I'm very, very happy with that QB room to go along with uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, not too bad. I I like Geno, and I like all those weapons he has. It's just he never did what he did last year before. Um, yeah, no, I know. I think he's, I kind of think he's a new player. I'm kind of looking at it like he's a new player, but he, he also had totally could be draft pedigree. Um, sure. you know, draft capital invested him initially. He definitely flamed oh, yeah. out. I think he had some ego issues. I remember he fought a, uh, a teammate. I believe he got yeah. punched in the face in the locker room yeah. at the Jets. Yeah. So yeah, whatever happened over there, I don't know, but it obviously didn't work out. He landed on sure. his feet and then even he's even banking on, on himself again this season. I, I think he took a one year deal, uh, to stay uh-huh. with Seattle. So it's now kind of two seasons in a row where he's betting on himself as a talent, which I like. Um, yeah. What did he finish like the fifth quarterback last year? Hold on. In this league, he finished as the fifth, um, yeah. court, scoring quarterback in this. He league. definitely, just... he definitely started off extremely hot and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, fell back a little bit towards the end of the year, but man, yeah. yeah. I think Seattle's going to cruise to a playoff spot. I also have to say, I think they could very well win the West um, and beat San Francisco out for that spot. And they added Jackson Smith and Jigaba. And I, I mean, I don't yeah. think Metcalf is any worse. I don't really think Lockett is any worse. So I feel like, and they added a, a running back. So, I mean, I do feel like they're going to be actually pretty good. Yeah. And so I don't was, think yeah. there's a huge, there's no pressure of you know there's not it's like they do have drew Locke, but mm-hmm. there's no pressure of like a quarterback waiting in the wings to take over geno's like they seem pretty dedicated to geno too yeah they definitely are he got at least enough somebody. at least enough to like you know not to have any sort of competition but a little worrisome that they did you know maybe that was on him but that he didn't get signed to a longer term deal yeah i think it might have been a little bit on him um you know, because he could have explored the market, but he didn't. Sure. So I think he believes in what they're doing there, too. He kind of seems to take a little bit of a home count, uh, hometown discount. So, Well, I mean, they do have really great wide receiver room there. I mean, yeah. really great. Yeah, you know, and I think they now have what they think is a, a nice little one-two punch with the Walker and Charbonneau. <laughs> Charbonnet, 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 yeah. Charbonnet. Uh, I hate you. I, but like, so like, I think, you know, there's the risk of going somewhere else and not being as good. He has one more year there where he's really good with all these really nice weapons. Like, I think he gets a really nice deal, hopefully yeah. for his sake, because I don't see Seattle, you know, like you said, they're probably going to be a playoff team. So they're not going to have a good enough pick to get a blue chip quarterback in the draft. Right. Um, no, I think so, yeah, I, I think they're a legit contender in the NFC. I have to say. 
Absolutely. And I mean, you know, for you, hey, Lamar gets hurt again this year. Geno Smith could very well be a keeper with that, the amount of talent around him and the way he played last year. Like you said, he was the fifth best quarterback. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. It didn't cross my mind when I drafted him, but uh, that's a that's a fair point. I do want to say I was dreading having the decision of drafting Anthony Richardson. Um, I didn't really want to get the opportunity because I didn't know what to do, and I still didn't as of this morning. Uh, I would have preferred Cousins or Smith um, or Daniel Jones in that tier just because I knew I would have had to have drafted a third quarterback very quickly, even though I ended up doing that anyway. Um, So I might've been wrong on, on not wanting the chance to draft him again. Um, You know, Richardson, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have a nice, I mean, Pittman's good. Is he, Um, is he, I was, he was actually on my reach list, uh, which I was going to ask. I I don't think he's great. Like I think maybe he gets over. I mean, as a player, I think he's pretty solid. Yeah. Pretty solid wide receiver. Um, everyone seems to really like that guy Downs that they got. Yes, Josh Downs, rookie. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so he has some weapons. I mean, let's assume that Jonathan Taylor plays, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And you know, so there's some really good weapons there around him. And obviously, the guy's a freak athlete. But I mean, I think he could be Cam Newton year one. You know, when Cam Newton had those amazing rushing years. Um, I think he could also have some really bad growing pains. I think that's what we're looking at. I do think he he's going to have some really electric moments, and he's going to be able to accumulate fantasy points really quickly. Sure. Um, but uh, I don't think he's Cam throwing. Like, Cam, Cam came in, if I'm not mistaken, I can look this up, but he threw for over 400 yards in his first NFL game. Like there is yeah. no chance that. Richardson's oh no, doing I don't. That. I'm, I'm talking about in terms of fantasy numbers. I don't well, think I, you know. I, I don't think he can do it. Then I think he can rush really well. He can get to like 20 really easily. Like he probably easier than yeah. any other quarterback in the league. Um, yeah. But you know, I don't know that he can get to 30 without throwing for you know 200 yards a game. And honestly, I think that's going to be a challenge for him right away. Sure. Sure. Yeah. They don't have a good enough supporting cast around him to make up for his deficiencies and i mean he could improve he could improve you know throughout the year with professional coaching stuff like that but i mean i watched some of his games at florida and yeah he's a freak athlete yeah he made some incredible throws yeah he made some incredible runs but those defenses flustered him and they got they they got to him and you know there were some bad passes that i saw yeah you know, and if he's doing that against, you know, college teams defense, imagine what the pro teams are going to make him look like, yeah, at least I... to start out, at least to start out. And I, you know, I, I think it's going to be really frustrating, you know, the f- first 10 weeks when you have a couple of games where he maybe doesn't get double digit fantasy points. Right. Yeah, um, no, I think he will. I think he will with some rushing. I think he maybe will run for a touchdown, you know, a few times the first few weeks. I think he'll... uh run for at least like 30 yards a game as the floor. But yeah, so Cam Newton, his first NFL game completed 24 passes and 37 attempts for 422 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. I just don't like, there's no chance that Richardson's going to be allowed to throw 37 times because they're going to no. get freaking crushed if they do. No. If he does. Yeah. They're going to be running the ball a ton. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, defenses are going to key in on him and make him make mistakes. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just, 
Yeah. And who they still have Gardner Minshew there. Yes. I can see Gardner Minshew getting some getting some play if Richardson really struggles to start out the year. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to give him. The, you know, I think they're just not like expecting to be very good right away. I think they're. Oh, in... and they can't. They can't yeah. expect to be very good. I mean, but like if he's having some major problems where he like just can't get the ball down the field, and they need to kind of go back and adjust some things or give him some more reps, you know. I could see there being a situation where Gardner Minshew could potentially take over for a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Because they can't because you don't want to ruin your rookie quarterback either. Right. But with that said, like I think looking ahead, like Richardson, he's probably like a top eight fantasy quarterback next season. You know, like it, if not sure. higher. And we and we had this conversation in a keeper league, not a yes. dynasty league, but a keeper league, especially where you can only keep one quarterback like our league. You have run that risk where he's not the keeper after this year, and you drafted him really high. And if he's not a keeper quality, that means he probably didn't have that great of a year, right? And then I, you're kind of screwed. I think he'd know? have to really stink to not be a keeper next year. I, I actually, I, I think that's very, very, very small so, chance. So you, let's let's just for all intents and purposes, let's yeah. go to who he was drafted by a guy that's a Justin Fields owner. You think Richardson's a keeper over Fields? Oh, well, in that scenario, I don't know. Um, but I think he's definitely going to be with within the top 12 of uh, quarterbacks, you know, ranked next season. He already almost was this season as a rookie without having played a game. I think I think it would be very hard for him to lose fantasy value um, this season. Sure. He, even though I don't think he's going to be great, certainly to start, I don't think the Colts are going to win a lot of games. I do think he'll pull it together a bit by the end of the game. I don't think he'll ever throw for 400 yards this year. Doubt he'll throw for 300 yards this year. But I think so we had, when the so trains roll down 12, the tracks, he'll be good. We had 12 keepers, 12 people keep quarterbacks. Do you think he would be capped over any 12 of those quarterbacks? This season or next? This season. After this season. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some quarterbacks that won't won't be keepers next year. I don't know who that is right now, um, but I, I'm is sure. Injury, you think? Probably, yeah. Good, good chance. So, you know, I think Josh Allen's got a job next year. I think he's going to be highly ranked. Mahomes is going to be fine. I think Jackson is fine unless he's hurt. Watson, I think, is a little riskier. Uh, let's see. Tua, I think sure. is, is potentially risky. Dak Prescott, I don't think is risky at all. Jalen Hurts, I don't think is risky at all. Joe Burrow, not at all. Aaron Rodgers, he's got another year. I could see him not being a keeper next year for sure. 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 Uh, let's see. Justin Herbert's going to be a keeper next year. Justin Fields will be a keeper somewhere, whether it's with this team or not. I don't know. Trevor Lawrence going to be a keeper for sure. So yeah, I would say there's like four potential slots available, but Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. But uh, so who who were busts in your or reaches, draft reaches? Um, I wanted to mention Michael Pittman because I, I didn't think he um, – I was high on him last season. I liked him last season, and he was a little disappointing. Uh, that was really probably more because of Matt Ryan than him. I thought he played well. I think he is a good player. I just, again, with the Anthony Richardson stuff, I just don't see him getting like eight targets a game or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, I thought where James Cook was taken was a reach. Yes, that was the next one I was going to mention. So I like James Cook. I yep. like James Cook, but I, I just don't think as as – 
tempting as it might seem because Buffalo scores so many points and it's such a good offensive team. It's so tempting to get that RB one there or what you think might be the RB one there. But you know, Singletary showed you can't trust it. You know, like you don't know where his from game to game, you don't know how much usage the running back's going to get because Josh Allen runs the ball so much. And because they throw the ball so much, uh, they just like do. Cook looked excellent down the stretch last year, though. He did. He did look really good. I think the upside is there for that pick to make sense. Like, he could be a keeper. Who knows? But I just I just don't think, like, even in week 16 where he had his biggest game rushing-wise, he still only had 11 carries. Mm-hmm. The most carries he had last year was 14. Yep. And I know they had Singletary, and they don't now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't – it just seemed a little high for me. I think he is a good player. I think he plays in a good offense. That seemed high to me. Jahan Dotson at number two of the seventh round seemed a little high to me. Oh, hold on a second. I just want to comment here on uh, – Sure on James Cook. Um I do think the injury to Naheem Hines helps Cook. Um Naheem Hines is out the whole season. So the in the in the backfield with him in Buffalo is Damian Harris and Latavius Murray, who I know Latavius Murray is dusty, but they're saying he looks good and I believe I heard that he was sort of promised like a number 2 role on the um on the team. Um, no worse than like a number two uh, role. So I think Latavius and Damian Harris are going to get carries. I think they're going to get like short yardage, probably like, uh, you know, pound the rock kind of carries, um, grinding the game out type carries. Um, But Cook looked freaking electric when given touches, uh, certainly in the playoffs last season too. Um, I think maybe like, Maybe like 20 touches is the right number for him. There's one game here that week 13 that you mentioned, 14 carries, six catches for 41 yards. Um, I think that mixture would leave plenty of room for Latavius Murray and Damian Harris or maybe one of those guys to get like 10 or something carries. And uh, and then Cook could be um, Cook could be really special. Could be. Could be. I just think where he was drafted at the end of the fifth round seemed high. But then again, the running back situation in terms of running backs available wasn't great. But you were able to take J.K. Dobbins basically two rounds later. Um, yeah. And I think I just like his role a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I just felt like James Cook at the 12th pick of the fifth round seemed high. I do agree. I thought it, it stood out. We called it a reach at the yeah. moment. Um, I like him, but I wasn't. I, I was thinking about taking him at seven one, the first pick of the seventh round. If that would have probably been a good it. spot for him, I think. Um, yeah, because man, yeah, because then you know your next pick was DJ Moore, and I think that was a steal there. I thought I think Amari Cooper is a good pick there too. At two, mm-hmm. I didn't love six. Yeah, I didn't love DeAndre Hopkins there. Um, but he could be, who knows? He could be really good. Who knows? Again, I think he'll be good. I think he's going to get targeted. Sure. I mean, I don't think they would have got him if they didn't think they, uh, had a chance sure. to, uh, and, and he, he didn't think he had a chance to, you know, get a bunch of targets. Yeah. Now you mentioned Johan Dotson sec- second pick of the seventh round. I thought that was a little high. 
I thought so too. Scary Terry uh, has a tur- like I think a minor turf toe um, situation right now, so I think that effectively makes Dotson the week one um, number one in Washington. I like him. I like him. Don't get McLaren me wrong. I just felt yeah. like at that yeah. pick, but he didn't have another pick until round nine, pick two. Oh really? Yeah. So oh, he wow. had to wait a while. So he probably that was a guy two that was full rounds. I mean. But here's the thing for me. We'll look at the wide receivers that went after Dotson. Deontay Johnson right after. You got Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Uh, Mike Williams, Mike who Williams. I don't really like. Um, Brandon Ayuk, uh, who's solid. Yeah. Terry McLaurin on the same team. And then George Pickens right after Terry McLaurin in round eight, pick five, which I thought was a pretty good value. Um, and then there was yeah. a little wave of wide receivers. And then Christian Kirk, Jerry Judy. Oh, man. Somebody took Marquise. Oh, yeah. That's another person who reached for Marquise Brown at <laughs> round nine, pick three. <laughs> yeah, he's on that Arizona offense that, um, you know, is going to be helmed by Clayton Toon, I think, week one, uh, who, which is an awesome name for the record. So yeah. I think he's got a cool chance. name. Yeah. Not a good offense. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah. Yeah. That seems like a bad, that seems even more of a reach than Johan Dotson at two round seven. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I, I like Dotson. I like Dotson too. I just felt like it was a little early, but the fact that he didn't have another pick for a while, I get it. Yeah. I get I it think too. I would, if, if I were to take in a wide receiver out of all those ones we talked about, I'd probably take in Pickens or McLaurin. Um, I probably there. would have taken Mike Williams out of any of those. And then I ended up really, t- yeah, I ended up taking Ayuk. and this is last pick of the 12th round, 12th pick, or sorry, seventh round, uh, 12th pick of the seventh round. So Dotson went second Williams went eight. That's, that's so late for Mike Williams, eighth pick of the seventh round. Yeah. He's just a player. I don't like, he's yeah. just too boomer bust for me. I agree um, with you. I was, I was interested. So frustrating. I was interested. And he, he was injured uh, last year, and I mean, obviously, Keenan Allen's always injured. Uh, but if I were to get a wide receiver there in terms of value, I like uh, Quentin Johnston, who went pick ten, round ten. Mm, I don't know. He's apparently not going to be starting in, in three receiver sets right uh, right away. But you know, you don't need him to start for you right away. And yeah, he seems dynamic. I don't know. We'll see about him. I he was probably my least um ex, the least exciting re- rookie receiver for me that that got drafted in this draft. Oh yeah, I definitely liked Zay Flowers and Smith Najiba. Yeah. <laughs> um, am I saying that right? Uh, Smith Najiba. Najigba. I was missing the G there. Yeah. But I like those guys better. Um, yeah. But I think Quentin Johnson could be good because you know Keenan Allen's going to be hurt. You just know it. Yeah, I think so. I think he's... You just know what's going to happen. And I think Mike Williams will probably be hurt at some point. Well, I think he's... So I just... He fits better, I think, as a Williams replacement than an Allen one. So... Sure. I think if sure. Allen stays healthy, that offense is going to be great. Uh, I think Allen yeah. is a big piece of that it's offense. A big if. Yeah, it kind of it's is. A big if. But... Man, I I felt like his value was great too. I can't believe he was actually available in the fifth round. Or, yeah, in the fifth round in our draft here, that was uh that was something. I definitely would have went with him if he was available to me a couple picks later. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when he's on the field, he's great. Yes. And for the record, I liked uh, Dotson so much. I probably would have taken him in that seventh round. Definitely over Ayuk, I think. And uh, maybe in that spot where I got Dobbins. But I was kind of counting down for that Dobbins pick. So probably not there. But I probably would have taken him with the 12th pick of the seventh round if he was available. I don't think it's a terrible pick. I just thought there were better wide receivers yeah, that's fair. available. That's fair. Yeah. Um, like the same thing with the James Cook. Like I didn't think it was a terrible pick. I just thought there were just better players available. Um, especially since he picked another running back the next round with Cam Akers. I feel like if you're going to reach for a running back, why get another one? So that does that mean you don't necessarily trust James Cook? Maybe. Maybe that is what um, that means. But I don't know how much trust you can have in Cam Akers. I like Cam no. Akers for the record, but um, I was kind of – it was another one of those guys I was kind of like hoping I didn't have to face the decision of drafting absolutely. him at really good value. I felt, this, <laughs> yeah. I felt the same way about him. I mean, and it's not even just the situation. And it's just – he like literally just didn't play because he just didn't want to at a certain point last year. So it's like, yeah. could he just do that again? Yeah, <laughs> you know? he was really good when he started not playing gonna, again. I don't know if the Rams are going to be very good. No, probably not great. And um, he did look good when he did play, when he got a full workload last season. Sure. He's a good, uh, he's got good draft capital. He comes from the 2020 class. Um, and I believe he was a second round pick. So I think they, yeah. they want to get him going. Like, I do think he's very talented. Um, it, sure. it, there's a big part of that that is his motivation and how good that offense can be. If Cup and yeah. Stafford are healthy, I, I think he's, he could be a good va- – actually a he, value there. He was he was really good the last, like, four weeks of the season he last was. year or five. Yeah. Or, like, the last, like, five out of six, I think. Yeah. He was really solid. So, I mean, somebody's got to score there besides Cooper Cup. Yeah, I know, but Stafford will try to make it all Cooper Cup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, I think – He's definitely a big option for them in the red zone. So you got to put that into consideration. So even if he's having not a great game yards wise, he could just fall into the end zone. Right. So I don't think there's anybody else there that's going to compete with him in that area. And, and, you know, Cooper cups, not necessarily a huge red zone threat when they're at the five yard line. Mm. Yeah. He's pretty wiggly though. He scored a ton. He is. No, don't get me wrong, but, but you know, I think in terms of teams that have different options at the red zone, the Rams don't have very many. No. So, so yeah. Yeah. But is there anybody that you thought was a big reach? Well, I, I wanted to comment real quick on some other players who were like this, no one wanted to draft thing. And it's sure. a little bit of this is a keeper league. You can keep guys. So like, these aren't this isn't like a dynasty ADP situation, but sure. it's got a yeah. little bit of that mixed in. So Miles Sanders went ninth pick in the eighth round. I thought that was kind of shocking. Um with yeah. that said, I didn't want to take him, you know, and I didn't. Sure. Same. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh J- Yeah, because I could have taken him earlier in that round, but I ended up taking Khalil Herbert. Yeah. Um, another guy that I think is at least going to start the year as the guy mm-hmm. in Chicago. I think they're definitely going to use all three of their running backs quite a bit. Um, but I like Herbert. He played really well when he was able to, you know, get the touches last year. Yeah. So, and he's pretty dynamic and I think he's going to get a lot of targets in the passing game mm-hmm. or enough, um, you know, a little dump offs and he had a really dynamic run for a touchdown after a little dump off yep. in the preseason. 
So I, I think there's, I mean, in week three last year, he had 20 rushes for 157 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, like, if he can get, you know, near, like, you know, around that 15, 20 range in terms of touches. Yeah. He's pretty dynamic. I think he's very um, good. Yeah, I, I like the pick. Yeah. And then I went and got Roshan Johnson as a handcuff because I feel like that's a really good handcuff because I think both of them could potentially have value while both of them are playing. Yeah. I think that's, that's you know definitely I mean? a possibility, especially down the stretch um, this season, because I think Herbert profiles a little bit more of, as like the pass catcher and Roshan sure. a little bit more of the pounder. And they do have, um, what's his face? De- Deontay Foreman. De- Deontay Foreman, who's also a very solid back. Yeah. And, you know, when he was given the chance last year, when Derrick Henry went down, he played very well. Yeah, and he uh, he played last year in in uh, Carolina, I think, in place. Carolina, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, that that was the year before yeah. he played very well, and then in Carolina, the same thing. Mm-hmm. He when um, uh, Chuba Hubbard, Chuba <laughs> Chuba Hubbard went down. Yeah, um, he uh, he stepped up and once again looked very solid. Yeah, so he makes the most of his time. He, he'll probably need an injury to to you know be on a roster, but I, I think all three of those backs at one point or another this year will have nice value because they're going to run it. They're still going to run the ball a lot. Um, you know, I, I, I still think as much as I think fields will pass the ball more, uh, I still think, you know, they're still a running team and they've done stuff to improve their offensive line. So hopefully that's better, but yeah, I was pretty excited to get that. I'm not extremely excited about um my running backs because i did have taylor as my keeper mm-hmm. and then herbert was the first guy selected after that um right and then i went deandre swift in that same round yep uh, because sanders and cook went above that but i don't know and then you took james connor after that i just can't trust anybody in that arizona <laughs> offense yeah i know you know one thing i i found was interesting was like there's a lot of like trendy you know, like like fantasy industry people really like James Conner. They like him in like the fifth freaking round, and I think that's crazy. Um, but I saw him there in the eighth, and uh, it's just like I mean, I he catches a lot of passes. Like, here's one thing I wanted to say about fantasy players in general uh, around this time of year is that oftentimes I feel like a team like Arizona. Like I know they're not exciting, but they have to like they're gonna get chances. People are gonna get the ball. Like they gotta run at least yeah. forty plays. You know, like the ball yeah. will get thrown. Yeah, somebody's got to score these points. You know, <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna at least get reps. Um, so yeah, so I think he's gonna get reps. Yeah, I think he's no, gonna, I think they're gonna be losing a lot. He's gonna catch a lot of passes. I think. I, they're going to be losing a lot of games. They're going to be, you know, he'll definitely catch a lot of passes because he is a decent pass catching back. He is, uh, yeah. And he's, you know, I, I think, he, you know, he's had some injuries. Yeah, and he's all a little, running backs do. A little dusty. But he was still a, he was still a top 20 running back last year in fantasy. Yeah, I know. I know. It's because of the receptions. I think uh, he had 43 or 46 receptions last season. Um, so not bad. And I don't think, I I think he's a little younger than, than he seems. I think he's been around for a while. Sure. He has some, he has some miles on him, but yeah, I think, I think where you picked him there really is a nice value. 
Yeah, if I start him, I, I will add to that. Um, if I end up starting him, uh, yeah. right now he's, I think, yeah. my fourth running back. Um, if I don't end up starting him, I, I feel like I might have blown the pick because I should have gone with someone younger, you know, who's going to start later in the season, like Roshan Johnson or Tank Bigsby, maybe, you know, or something like that. And I'm not saying I would have taken those guys right here, but I, I just think like that mentality um, is sound during a draft, uh, sure. you know. I mean, running back is a nice position to have depth at, no doubt. It is, yeah. No doubt. And I feel like I'm lacking that a little bit. Yeah. But I'm happy with what was available and what I got. I think a lot of people, like I was saying to you, I was like, I don't know why Swift, DeAndre Swift, is so rated so low. And people are, you know, because he is very dynamic back. And they did trade for him. So they obviously like him. He was like a second-round fantasy pick last season. Yeah, so I just feel like while, yeah, he might not get the usage and he is going to a team that doesn't pass it to the running back all that much, I just feel like they they traded for him for a reason. And I feel like they want to get him involved in terms of being that home run threat, Yeah, which he is. And I think if they can keep him fresh and he's not expected to be the 20 rush guy, which he's not, I think if he gets, you know, between, you know, 10 to 15 rushes and, you know, maybe three to five targets, he can do a lot with that. And I feel like, I feel like it'll keep him healthy and maybe he'll be out there for most of the games instead of being out for most of the games. Right. I mean, it's kind of been his thing. He's definitely extremely dynamic. Um, I don't know what happened in Detroit, but he seemed to flame out in a really kind of epic way, even though it seems like none of it was public, but like they drafted no, Gibbs I, who, who like Swift does the exact same stuff. Like they had the guy, you know, and, they, and then they went out and drafted, they traded him and they drafted. Well, they traded him and then they drafted, and they Gibbs. drafted Gibbs with uh, the 12th overall pick. So I don't know. I'm just saying yeah, they, they, seemed I mean, they were desperate for that role, but they never really trusted him in it. I just think it was the injuries. And I think sometimes because if, I'm not mistaken, he was drafted before this new regime came in. And I think... Yeah, I think you're right. They, You know, he wasn't one of their guys. Mm-hmm. And maybe it just didn't mesh. You never know. Yeah. Um, but sometimes that's why players go to other teams and work better there. And I think Philly is a place where they can identify his role, keep him fresh, keep him healthy... And allow him to be this dynamic back that they haven't had. I mean, Miles Sanders isn't bad. Yeah. But he's not he's not the kind of athleticism and kind of home run threat that DeAndre Swift is. Yeah. And, you know, whereas I think, yeah, Gainwell probably is does everything really nicely. Mm-hmm. And and Penny, maybe like you said, is the best rusher. And Swift is the best receiver. But I think Swift is also obviously the best guy for that home run. Yeah, you know, I think so. And I think with so many weapons on that team that they can't cover everybody. Yeah. And I feel like Swift might be that X factor that makes them the offense that can actually go out there and compete with the Chiefs. I mean, which they did last year. Don't get me wrong, but I think maybe he's the guy that gets them over the hill. Gets them over the top. Yeah, I can you see know, it. I do maybe. think he's great. If they are able to use him um, the way that they they really, you know, that would maximize Swift's skill set, I think he he'd be awesome there. So I do. Sure, you sure. Know, I, I, I think mean, they have an amazing pick, offensive though. line. Yeah, it is a risky pick. 
but I felt like the upside, yeah, maybe Connor was the safer pick there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess I just, yeah, I just wanted to get somebody with upside. And then I ended up later on in the 10th round getting AJ Dillon. Yeah. I like that pick too. I mean, certainly if Jones goes down, you could like, uh, have a top, like uh five back for God's sake, I think in AJ Dillon. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cause they're going to run the ball out there yeah. and they have a really, another really good offensive line. Yeah. Um, and he still has value when Aaron Jones is healthy. Right. Yeah, not much, though. Not, like, startable value. Sure, sure. But I felt like I just needed to get somebody. And he was by far the highest-rated player there, too. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the 10th round. Interesting. Like, he was such a trendy pick last year. He was, like, a freaking sixth-round pick last year. And now he's, uh, you know, yeah, he goes so much later, 10th round. Um, I think some of that has to do with Rodgers and switching over to Love. But, um I don't know. It's just, it's just another like fantasy thing that happens with us players. The, you know, I think we, we get ourselves all worked up over things like AJ Dillon's potential. And then like this year he's a value because he didn't really perform like we thought he would last year, but where is his real value? Like I would say somewhere in the middle of where he went last year and somewhere where he went this year. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. I just thought, you know, I needed a running back. Yeah. He was the best available player and it just kind of worked out nicely. Yeah. Um, it would be really frustrating for me if Kenneth Gainwell <laughs> and James Conner outperformed <laughs> Swift and Dylan because those are the guys you picked right after me. Well, we'll have to uh, circle back on those uh, later this season. Yeah, that'd be uh, very annoying. That'd be very annoying for me. But um, <laughs> I, I thought I was kind of surprised how far A Chain fell. Yeah, he got um, hurt um, in the preseason. Um, I I do like yeah. him though, and he seems very dynamic in Miami. Uh, I don't know how many touches he's going to get, but he's definitely that home run hitter type style in that offense that could be you know really explosive. Sure, absolutely, absolutely, and I just felt like there was that kind of in that range there. There was some nice little running backs with Rashawn Johnson. Jalen Warren, Tank Bigsby, mm-hmm. um, and then Elijah Mitchell's solid A chain. Like these are all nice running backs that could hold some really nice value. Yeah, um, I agree. And uh, you know, getting taken in the twelfth, thirteenth round of a twelve-team draft, like these are guys that could potentially be starters at some point this year. Sure, for sure. Thing. Yeah. Well, Adam, this. Uh... This is a uh, this was a great draft and uh, yeah. a lot of fun uh, discussing uh, some of our takeaways here. Um, hopefully, let's do more of these shows this year. I know this is mostly on me, so I'm I'm talking out loud up more. I mean, we say this we let's we not say, jinx ourselves. We say this every year. So. We say this every year. Let's try to do it every week. That yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Then we go. Then we go like four <laughs> or five weeks without doing it. <laughs> well, let's let's make a concerted effort, uh, you know, right here. We'll restate the effort, and maybe uh, maybe we'll do it every week or every other week or something like that. Because it is fun, and you know, obviously we're thinking about it anyway, so might as well talk about it a little bit. Um, thanks for listening, everybody out there, and uh, hopefully we'll be back soon.